and welcome to another Devil's Workshop episode of <laughs> We Only Look Thin. I am Catherine Weigel. I am one of your holiday hosts. I've lost about 145 pounds. Whoa! And with me today is... Donald Weigel, the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> I am also one of your hosts, and I've lost about 100 pounds. Congratulations! Thank you. Congratulations to you as well. And uh, I have officially, we have officially, well, I think you've kept it, yours off longer than me i think i've officially kept it off for uh about four years now that is bananas i I, uh forget how long we've been doing this i am very like at the very beginning i'm like oh it's been i know i've said this but it's like oh it's been seven months it's been two years i'm like i have no idea how long anything has been anymore Uh, you dropped the uh the information uh, bomb on me that this we will have been podcasting for about four years yeah the now? next the next episode after this one it will officially be four years that's crazy we yeah. haven't I, knock so on, we're not there yet we haven't on, made it yet nope, nope. danny glover in the first uh, lethal right. weapon movie that's we're right getting too old for this uh <laughs> but yeah four that's a lot of years that's like an administration that's yeah. a whole thing yeah but, uh, that's like an olympic or yeah. like between Olympics. That is between Olympics. Speaking yeah. of being between things, uh, if you're listening to this when you're listening to this, it's uh, the day after Boxing Day, everyone's favorite day. It really is. <laughs> it's it's what we call gift returning day. Yeah. Or it, something. Yeah. No. It uh, it is uh, between holidays. It is betwixt holidays. We are uh, nestled cozily between Christmas and New Year. But if you're like me, you're still holidaying the crud out of it. Yeah. And, like you're still knee deep. This is like this is like the holiday home stretch, really, when you think about it. Yeah. There's a lot of before time prepping, but uh, not many podcasts, except for ours last year, uh, talk about kind of the between time because we are still experiencing the holidays. Uh, and uh, so we are actually on this episode going to... Yeah, we did a holiday episode last year in, in June, I think, for like the halfway, like half Christmas or something. Yeah, I, we just, I can't actually holiday keep halftime. track of all of the uh, the clever names of all the episodes. But uh, we, a few weeks ago, had asked some questions uh, or some, some listeners uh, gave us some questions to answer. And so we figured this episode we would also answer some questions from some Walt Place members. We only look then members, Walt Place. Yeah, uh, these are holiday focused 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 questions. Um and uh you know even if you're listening to this after the holidays are over or you're listening to this years from now in <laughs> in March, I think that it's still important to, you know, think about Family gatherings, uh, you know, can happen anytime. Um, holiday get-togethers, uh, you know, family reunions, picnics. I'm just going to keep naming just things naming where, where people get together. Um, but you know, traveling to visit people, um, you know, these sorts of uh, questions and tips uh, can come in handy any time of year. Yeah. So we are going to first start with the uh, reading off the questions that we actually received, and then as uh, as par usual um, <laughs> just like i like my meals as sort of a goulash we're just going to answer them all at the same time because there's a lot of carryover um but we want to make sure that we're uh, we're at least addressing each question and then we're just going to hit you with all the information but i like just like my meals i like everything kind of blended together i'm not like yeah. a one food at a time person i like it as a big a mishmash yeah par usual that's uh french 
That's Russian, French, French for okay for four usual. Oh, very good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to you uh, learn start. Some We're things gonna... on this show you don't expect. Yeah. So okay, so I'll start with question number one, which will uh, launch us off. So this is from Hannah. Hello, Hannah. Um, I'd love to hear about whether you do any mental pre work before the holidays, almost like a warm up before exercise. I usually need to do some positive visualization and mental preparation for big food centric events. It's still something. I struggle with. I can meal prep until the cows come home, but in the moment, it's easy to just say, oh, go on. It's Christmas. It's New Year. It's the holidays. Uh, okay. So, and then Cheryl asks, uh, how do I moderate? How do <laughs> Good I- Good question. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is I don't. Uh, no, that's not the answer. Um, how do I keep my portions reasonable? How do I enjoy indulgent food without going off the rails the rest of the day? All right. And then Lana asks- how do I get myself out of the kitchen when my whole family congregates there except the kids, which honestly, I need a break from. Sorry if you're listening to this with your kids, uh, but we all need breaks. Our daughter actually all the time is like, you know, I wasn't sleeping. I just closed the door because yeah. I didn't want to talk to you. I'm like, how would you feel if I was like, okay, door is closing because I don't want you around anymore. Yeah, she's perfectly fine telling us she needs a break from us, but heaven forbid we say we need a break from her. Um, and then Hannah again, again uh, added on Hannah. to, to uh, Lana's question and said, uh, yes, this question, my in-laws just sit at the table surrounded by bowls of crisps and pretzels, a particular weakness of mine. Uh, crisps for our American American listeners are potato chips. They are. Um, I'm not comfortable talking about my weight loss journey venture with them. So it's not like it is with my family where I can just say, please take these pretzels out of my sight. And then there's a laughing emoji. Ha ha ha. It's, our daughter actually has started saying crisps. I think she watches a lot of TikToks and YouTube yeah, and Snapchats. Yeah, a lot of British TikToks involving potato chips. Yeah, for some, <laughs> for some reason. reason. Yeah. Um, anyway, so a lot of these questions kind of loop around one another and sort of tie around the spirit of the season and sort of how to how to manage uh, food and mindset. So we're going to start back with Hannah's first questions about the pre work beforehand, uh, warming up before an exercise, cows coming home. It's just Christmas time. So we're going to we're going to start by answering this question. So first of all, I have I have the opportunity to remind myself that I'm very much of the place and of the season and as soon as I'm out of that healthy mindset, I can definitely go back to my old habits very quickly. Yeah. So it is really important for me to keep in mind like the podcasts that I listen to around mindset. I actually listened to uh, our last Walt episode uh, while doing some food prep the other day. I was like, this is some valuable information. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like the 12 glaze of, the, you know, the 12, 12 holiday glaze or whatever funny thing we did. Yeah. I was listening to it. And I'm like, this is really well good said. information. So if you can spend some time listening to a podcast or, you know, participating in uh, Walt Place or another accountability group to just kind of set your intentions, it is a great reminder because I, when we're out of our normal uh, routines, it can be so easy to slip back into those old ones. So keep that mindset in mind. It's really funny too how quickly I forget even things that we have said on our own podcast. And, you oh my know, gosh, I'll, I'll be listening to to an episode back that that we recently recorded and be like, oh, that's actually really good yeah. advice. I, I need to remember that. I know. I totally do that. So also, and Donaldson said, but I'm going to say it now, is 
remember what you identify as. I identify as someone with disordered eating habits who is working on managing health goals. I identify as an active person. I identify as someone who likes to, you know, have vegetables during the day because it actually makes me feel better. I identify as someone who feels better when I focus on protein in the morning. So keeping in mind sort of a a, a hit list of all of the things that you know to be true about yourself, I think really helps with managing uh, health goals around the holidays. And I don't know about everyone else, but I know for me, one of the the keys to the entire thing, and by thing, I (laughs) I mean the, you know, actually stick to a plan, adjusting my lifestyle to become an active, fit person who, you know, cares about what I eat, tracking my food, the whole thing. One of the keys was really adjusting my mindset to understand when I'm lying to myself. Yeah. And, you know, understanding that I can call myself on my own lies. And, I used to say to myself all the time, come on, it's Christmas, come on, you know, uh, of course I can do this, I I can, you know, get out of this, but I know now that I'm just lying to myself, and that's just an excuse to just, you know, let myself go and eat whatever I, I want, you know, as much as I want, and instead of doing that, just reminding myself all the time of what happens when I do that, and what happens is gaining all of the weight back, And just remembering that I am lying to myself and saying that I'm capable of doing those things when I know really that that person who weighed 100 more pounds than I do right now is still me and is still in there. That's a constant thing that I have to keep in mind when I'm going into the holiday season like this. Well, and two, I think for me, and this kind of answers all of the questions, is starting with the end in mind. Yes. I know that there are going to be indulgences this week, but I also know that I'm planning for what's what comes after. So what am I going to have tomorrow morning? How am I going to move my body tomorrow? When am I going to put an end to the holiday treats? Sort of starting with, you know what, I'm around this food right now. It's a special treat for the season, but that doesn't mean it's a special treat for January 15th. Like there is an end in mind of as soon as, uh, you know, the family leaves for the holidays or we leave the house, it's all going in the trash. I actually, we got, uh, some cookies from someone the other day, uh, who shall remain nameless. And I (laughs) threw them in the trash the next day day yeah i was like there's more treats coming there's more coming down you know we we bought a a couple of things for uh for christmas and new year that i know are going to be special these cookies were not uh that special and not planned so they went in the trash it's the thought that counts uh but i don't need to consume everything just to get it out of the house i can throw it in the trash yeah well the the really though the mean part was when you texted photos of them in the trash to the person who sent them (laughs) i didn't that was really mean though no you know some people are just gonna keep sending cookies (laughs) even if you say don't unless you teach them a lesson no but it's hard for me like i'm I do that like, oh, all the money they spent on the thing. It's like, it's not my problem. If yeah. I have told them not to send cookies and they keep doing yeah, it. Yeah, whether whether you eat them or not, I know this is a particularly difficult one for some people, but um, whether you eat them or not does not make the gesture any less kind. And they don't have to know that you didn't eat them. No, it's fine. It doesn't matter. And sometimes Donald will even be like, 
well, I know you gave me that thing three years ago, but I'm, I think I'm going to get rid of it. I'm like, I don't remember anything about anything. I don't yeah. care. I'm not one of those like, oh, I bought you that seven years ago. Deal with it. Uh, no, I don't care. So uh, get rid of it. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent. So again, starting with the end in mind, when are you going to get the treats out of the house? What is your end date or sort of starting fresh on getting back into your normal routine? Yeah. Having some policies in place. Again, I feel better when I stick to protein and vegetables in the daytime. I feel better when I save sweets for after dark, not first thing in the morning. Yeah, for sure. Like, and, you know, am I, I'm only going to eat food that's on my plan up until, you know, X o'clock. Like, you know, set a rule, do all of this ahead of time so that you're not, you know, hemming and hawing and going like, well, should I, should I, can I have a couple of bites of this? Like decide beforehand what you're going to do and how you're going to handle it when it comes up. Exactly. And the same thing with alcohol. It can feel festive to be like, oh, it's Margarita Monday. It's Margarita Tuesday. It's Margarita, <laughs> margarita 2 o'clock. Exactly. Margarita 3 but, o'clock. But I mean, we've talked about this before, too, and this sort of carries over into the next questions. It's like, what do I know to be true about myself? I know that it's difficult for me to stop once I start. So it's better for me to start as late in the day as possible. Again, the same thing with alcohol. It makes me calorically promiscuous. Um, and I know that about myself. So it's sort of instead of fooling myself, like Donald said, I know my tendencies. And just because it's the holidays doesn't mean that I'm still, you know, I'm immune or just because I've lost all the weight doesn't mean that I still don't fall victim to those old patterns that are so easy to pick up on, especially when family are around. For sure. Okay, so for the next part of this, we're going to sort of lump in Cheryl, Lana and Hannah's questions about moderation, reasonable portions, congregating in the kitchen, and, you know, just sort of having treats around. So the the big bummer part of this for people managing their uh their, their weight and their their health and people who really like food like me and like Donald. <laughs> and if you're that, listening to this, probably you too. Yeah. Is that willpower is not a plan. No. I will say that again. Willpower is not a plan. When we are around food, we are going to want to eat that food. And it is not a, you know, a failure of your character. It doesn't mean you're weak. It just means that willpower is not a successful way to manage our weight goals. Yeah, willpower is fleeting and it's finite. And, you know, no one in the history of anything has just been able to willpower their way through, you know, forever. You might be able to do it for a short time, but there's no way people can just white knuckle it uh, all the way through till the end. Right. I mean, especially when we're looking at a couple of weeks of indulgences and people being around, food is festive. Other people are doing it around you. You don't want to seem like you're like, oh, seven days of celery? That's a new thing. Um, <laughs> On the seventh day of celery, Christmas, yeah. my seven celeries. Oh my no, but do you remember they were like, oh, it takes more calories to eat celery than it does to be. I'm like, what <laughs> is that? Oh, that's my problem. If yeah. I only like celery, if I'd I be thin. just ate celery all the time. But the thing of that, like, I'm just going to use willpower, the longer the day goes on, the more you're around people, 
And like being around people when you're used to not being around people can be kind of stressful. And it's like, oh, I got to keep my hands busy. I got to keep my mouth busy. Other people are doing it. So we're going to want to do uh, the same things that they're doing. Oh, I get it now. In the opening, you referenced Satan's workshop. Yeah. And because idle hands. idle hands lead to the devil's workshop. They do. I get it. And the really confusing thing, though, is that Satan and Santa have the same letters. They do. Them. We actually, we have. It all comes back have, to Christmas. Uh, stocking hanger things that spell out Santa and our daughter really enjoys spelling out Satan. Yeah, when we're not looking, like changes it to Satan. Yeah. Talk about you know the the satanic panic it is it is that is how uh rebellious our child is changing it to satan oh my god i would like back in the 80s i'd put on a black t-shirt and my parents would be worried that i was worshiping satan oh my gosh <laughs> oh like, tipper gore it was so so it much was panic. such a thing yeah so edgy now it's just like a hot topic like okay whatever yeah exactly okay so sort of starting off and this this ties into to everybody's question I know about myself sort of like what what I what I know about myself is that when I start it is very difficult to stop. Oh my goodness, Just yes. Thinking about that like how do I start the day with a treat and then go off? I sort of have to assume that the minute I make the choice to indulge, it is going to be very difficult for me to stop. BJ Fogg, uh, author of uh, Tiny Habits, talks about downhill habits, which, you know, everything yeah. goes downhill, is sort of like on a bicycle without brakes. If you start something, it is really hard to stop it. And that and and snacking is a downhill habit. Once you start, it's difficult to stop. It's it's easy to start because woo, downhill. Uh, but it's very difficult to stop. And for me, what I know to be true about myself is it is very difficult for me to moderate. Sure, there are some things that I can moderate, but I am sort of a you know, I'm managing compulsive behaviors, snacking behaviors, those hyper palatable foods are hard to stop. So it is best for me if I save those indulgences for as late in the day as possible. If I start out with an indulgent breakfast, chances, you know, nine out of 10 are going to be that I'm not going to want to stop for the rest of the day. I just know that about myself. Yeah. Other people can go like, oh, well, I had a big latte for breakfast. I'm done for the week. I know that that is not who I am. So what do you know to be true about yourself? If you know that it is hard to stop once you start, start as late in the day as possible. Yeah. And I, I'm the same way. I've actually experimented with this, you know, trying to eat like an indulgent lunch, like going out to lunch with somebody and have an indulgent lunch and then pull it back. And I maybe can do it one out of five times, but then I'm like really just summoning that willpower, which is super unreliable. So I know, you know, like Catherine just said, that I should not, and and I have a policy that I do not start eating my treats until after dinner, and only when I know, in that case, that I'm going to bed fairly soon afterwards, so that I know that there's a cutoff time for it, that I can't go too crazy. Right, but if you really want to moderate and give it a try, here are a couple of options for you. Again, it's not necessarily what we do, but if you're really digging for a way to minimize your uh, your indulgences, one option would be, and th this is actually something that I sort of do, is if you're going to have something indulgent, plan 
and prepare the next meal yeah, that's that a good is one. on track. So not just, well, I'm going to stick to, you know, yogurt and cottage cheese and, and a protein rich lunch. Actually prepare it, put it in a container, track it, have it ready to go and ready to eat before you take that first bite of the indulgent breakfast or the indulgent lunch. Already have the next one prepared because it's so easy because especially like once we're like tired and we're full and we're, I'll just have another, another little bit. Yeah. You're not going to want to prepare the healthy thing after you've had the indulgent thing. So actually prepare it, set it, and don't make it some sad thing that you're just like, oh, it's two degrees outside. I'm going to have a salad for dinner. <laughs> like, really? That's not going to happen. Or ice chips. No, totally. And I think that thing of like austerity around your next choice is not the way to manage your goals. If you're going to have an indulgent breakfast, have a lunch that is actually appealing, a hearty chili or a soup or something that is actually delicious, not just like, well, I'm just going to have my lean cuisine. Like pump up the volume, have something that you really want to have instead of that like punishment well, I've got to make up for the big breakfast that I had. Have something that you actually really like. Also, if you're going to have something indulgent, plan an activity after the indulgence that kind of punctuates and stops the event because we can graze all afternoon if something is set out on the counter. But if we have an indulgent lunch or an indulgent breakfast, plan a festive you know, holiday walk or walk to go get coffee. Get yourself out of the situation so you're not just sitting around enjoying the you know the treat over and over again oh there's a little bit left got to finish it up remove yourself from the situation yeah and i just want to just briefly touch on going back just half a step um i for years spent my life on really denying myself any sort of treats and just white knuckling it and just eating bland food that i considered quote unquote healthy or good and then I would eventually be in a situation where I was like, oh, I'll let myself have this one thing. And then the floodgates would open. Yeah. And it's that sort of denial binge cycle that I just was on that, that, you know, carousel for years and years and years. And I've learned that if I, if I don't do that and I, I really, you know, give myself some moderate treats, some moderate indulgences every so often that I I go crazy much less often. Well, and I think part of that too, I mean, that sort of reminded me of Thanksgiving, which what I used to do is I'm not going to eat anything all day so that I can really fill up my stomach on the delicious food later. Having regular food is like a great choice instead of that tanking up or holding yeah. off thing because it, it again like donald said it does like that that cycle of of um restriction and then binging is you know two sides of one uh terrible satan coin so, well and i would get so hungry too yeah. that i would find myself eating things i didn't even really care about that much just because it was there yeah and i'm like i'm filling up on things that i'm i'm not even that excited about at that point yeah well and again and this i think uh ties into the next part of the question so that sort of you know everybody hanging out in the kitchen sitting around a table snacking you yeah. know stillness 
Um, I, I read something the other day. I actually read it. I didn't hear it. And I don't remember where I got it from. So I <laughs> can't put it in the notes. But that like you get tired when you're bored because your brain just doesn't know what to do with itself. Oh, yeah. And that's when we start snacking. And, you know, we can use our, our hands and our mouths for evil instead of good. Because I'm not used to sitting around. Like yeah. we had a family member come to visit. We talked about this. Who was just like, oh, let's sit on on the couch and chat and that like not moving my feet or my hands or my mouth leads to like oh let's open a bag of chips or let's sit around with bowls of stuff and when you're with someone who doesn't have disordered eating patterns who can have a handful and then say they're full the rest of the bowl is for me. A communal bowl might as well just be finished by me because I know that that is something true about myself. Proximity is dangerous. So I uh, I recently went back east to visit family and, uh, you know, I spent some time with my parents and both of my sisters went to one of my sister's houses and um, she is, you know, such a good host. She was putting out like snack trays and things before dinner. And I found myself, you know, snacking my way to fullness before she even had dinner ready. And then I felt sort of obligated to, on top of that, eat the food that she had yeah. made because she had prepared, you know, some some vegetarian things special for me and some non-vegetarian for my parents. And, you know, so it's that that sort of cycle of uh, of snacking and then, you know, dinner on top of it that, I know, trying to break because we had nothing else to do except except, you know, sit around and chat while food was sitting there. Well, and I think that that is just such a big issue, especially when we're in someone else's home and we're we're kind of out of our element. It can be really hard because we just, that impulse to just pick up and snack and graze. And with someone who is naturally slim, who can moderate, it's not an issue for them. Like, oh, I brought, I bought seven dips. This will last me a year. Yeah. You know, for me, it's like, no, gotta, gotta just finish it up because I love the way it tastes. Yeah. So uh, I have, uh, Four sort of uh, devil's workshop things that you can consider when you're managing treats, uh, either sitting around a table, sitting around a kitchen, wherever you're sitting around uh, that that you might want to consider. So it's that keeping your mouth, your hands, your feet or and your mind busy when we are just staring at a giant, you know, platter of, of delicious treats when we're just staring at it. That we're our willpower is going to wear off after a while. So what can we do to keep our hands, mouth? I was going to say faces, uh, our, <laughs> our hands, our feet, our minds, or our uh, our our mouths busy during that time. So what can you do to keep your mouth occupied? Can you chew on some gum? Can you you know I know it's ridiculous, but like crest whitening strips. Can you you know do that? Gum mints. Yeah, any sort of like, you know, breath saving things. Like once once my mouth is minty, I'm much less likely to want to eat something. Right. So can you make yourself an indulgent cup of coffee with a creamer that takes a while to eat? Can you have some sort of fruit infused water or seltzer water in a in a fancy glass? Keep it in your hand. That's sort of a hand and mouth thing. How can you keep your 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 mouth busy? You know, and and sort of that, you know, keeping your feet in mind, position yourself next to the healthiest food choice. If you want to load up on peppers and cucumbers and carrots, have all of that right in front of you, maybe not with the indulgent dip with it, but 
you know, have something high volume, low calorie that you can snack on, you know, low cal popcorn or something like that, where you still get the experience, but don't position yourself in front of the most indulgent dip or, you know, treat possible. Did because- you just call me an indulgent dip? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Um, but, you know, the impulse to want to eat is going to happen. So setting yourself up in a position at the table or at the, the near the snacks that have the most indulgent things farthest away from you is going to matter because you're sitting there and you're going to want to do something. So that's a, that's a way to do it. Again, keeping your hands busy if you can't keep your mouth busy. Either, you know, have, I know it's ridiculous, but like a cat's cradle, you know, strength situation that you can have under the table or do your nails or knit or have like a fidget. Those actually matter in, you know, like there are fidget rings or fidget spinners or something to keep your hands busy. A lot of times we just don't know what to do with our hands. So keeping them busy during that, doing like a puzzle or having Jenga or, you know, something that the group can do to keep your hands busy that isn't necessarily food focused can really help because like, I want to eat. It's just what I want to do. But if we keep our minds busy with something else, it can help. And you don't even have to, you know, um, if you're not comfortable discussing your weight loss journey venture with your relatives, you you don't have to even bring it up. Just yeah. just make the suggestion like, hey, let's play Jenga. Let's play Monopoly. Let's play Clue. I'm just going to keep naming games people can play. Let's build a puzzle. Yeah, like, hey, let's get the kids over here and we can like, you know, make those uh, those paper rings or or those paper um, snowflakes. Uh, snowflakes or, you know, things like that uh, at the table. Um, or let's let's make turkeys with our hands for some reason at the yeah. holidays. <laughs> You know, turkeys live 365 days a year. They don't just need to live at at Thanksgiving. But that, like, keeping your hands busy matters because – if all we're going to do is stare at the indulgent food, that's what we're going to want. And it's – again, that willpower wanes. In the morning, maybe you feel really resilient, but – it, the more you're exposed to it, the more we're going to want it because we're people with disordered eating patterns. Yeah. Like it, it's just, it's not a failure of character. It's just proximity matters. If something is out of sight, it's out of mind. But if it's right in front of us, we can only, you know, use that willpower so long before we're going to give in. And that ties back into that alcohol thing. The minute I start, it's going to be really hard for me to stop. So if I can delay it as long as possible, if I can have a policy of I'm not going to have indulgences before, you know, the sun sets, at least it reduces the amount of exposure I have to that treat. Absolutely. And also as part of that, if people tend to want to, you know, cluster around the the kitchen or, you know, sit, suggest going out for a walk and enjoying Christmas lights or walking to go get coffee, doing something active away from the table can really help. Even like looking at photo albums or, you know, just doing something that isn't, you know, surrounded with food. Cause yeah. you know, if you're, if you're hanging out looking at photo albums, maybe you're not eating cheese dip or chicken wings. Um, so that might help, but plan to do something away from food, going for those little walks. For me, it's actually easier to talk to family when I'm doing something, yeah. like walking and not have to look at people, it actually really helps me. It helps Donald and I have conversations too. Sometimes when we sit at the dinner table quietly, we're like, 
So, what are your interests? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but going but on a walk. For some reason, when we're out walking, like the conversation flows. Yeah. yeah. Well, because you got something to look at, I'm going to talk about something to complain about. So, uh, yeah. so I'm saying keep your mind, your feet, your mouth, uh, or your hands busy, preferably all of those things at once. So, as we are spending this last week of 2021, trying to enjoy ourselves, managing world situations, managing our food choices. We have talked about this before with the uh, Come All Knee Faithful, which is very funny, <laughs> very, very funny title for the episode, Yeah, is what we do around the holiday matters. I identify as someone who still has issues with, you know, compulsive eating and overeating at the holidays. But what I also know to be true about myself is that I really feel my best when I'm active, when I have vegetables, when I have protein. And this is a finite amount of time. Many people gain weight at the holiday season, even people with, uh, you know, healthier uh, food impulses during the rest of the year. It's what we do around the holidays that matters. It's what we do once we decide to throw the food away. You know what? Last indulgence is going to be on New Year. And then January 2nd, you know, all of the cookies get thrown away. Nobody needs more candies or sweets. Nobody needs, you know, oh, bring it in from the for the office to enjoy. Yeah, we don't ha nobody needs more food than what we already have. So have an end date in mind. Make sure that you keep up with those activities that make you feel your best. This is just a season and just a blip. And when we think like, oh my gosh, I haven't gotten this figured out yet, or I'm never going to be whatever. I know that my impulse is to enjoy holiday treats and sweets. But I also know that the other part of me enjoys feeling healthy and strong and fit and getting those foods out of the house. So enjoy this week. Enjoy time with your family. Enjoy indulgences that might be seasonal that you're not going to enjoy at other times. But also remember that you are a per person with a growth mindset who is capable of getting back on track after the holidays. There are many more Walt episodes to come where we're going to talk about sort of recovering in the new year and how to make things simple for yourself. We're not talking about get all the food out of the way now and then start austerity measures on January 2nd. That is not what we are talking about. So don't get that in your head of I better enjoy it now because I'm never going to have anything else again. This is about being an active person with an active lifestyle who can enjoy indulgences occasionally and then recover and get back on track. Yes, indeed. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you so much for closing out your 2021 with us. Um, have no fears. We have episode ideas for years. We do. I uh, I sort of stole that from The Simpsons. Um, anyway, oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. There was there. Have no fears. We've got stories for years. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was a, they did a whole thing like after I don't know how many seasons. Uh, they were like, don't worry, we got. At, at this point, isn't Maggie kind of like uh, the Kirsten Dunst in Interview with a Vampire? She just never ages. But yeah, she's yeah. Just still the baby with the pacifier. Yeah. Now they're. 
like at 500 episodes or something oh like gosh. that. But yeah, we uh, we have plenty of episode ideas to come. Thank you so much for listening. Um, all of our episodes are still available wherever you found this one. And uh, you are welcome to and encouraged to go listen to them anytime you would like. And uh, you can always check them out also on our website at weonlylookthin.com. Yep. And if you are at weonlylookthin.com, you can click on the link for join our support group. Oh, yeah, do that. Check it out. Uh, We have an online accountability group for women based on Facebook. If you don't like Facebook, maybe don't join because that's where it is. Uh, but it is, <laughs> wow. no, but I'm serious. Like if people are like, well, okay, so d- maybe that's not for you. But if you want a private place for accountability, for fellowship, uh, join our support group. We have two membership options, a monthly subscription with a three-day complimentary trial and a seven-day complimentary trial along with a three-month membership. So uh, check out there. This is a great time to join just at the new year uh, to have uh, connection and accountability Uh, for your health goals in the new year. And, you know, if you don't like Facebook, just remember, you're not going to find a better support group on Instagram or TikTok. (laughs) I guarantee you that. Um, Thank you so much again. Um, And if you would like to interact with us more, uh, you can also, speaking of social media, we don't have a TikTok, uh, but you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at We Only Look Thin. And if you would like to interact with us in a slightly more old-fashioned way, you can always email us to weonlylookthin at gmail.com. We like getting episode suggestions. Uh, Compliments are always welcome. And we will answer questions through the Gmails. We will. And if you have a little bit of extra cheer that you would like to to send, if you could head over to Apple Podcast and leave us a rating and review, we would so appreciate it. Not only does it boost our morale for four years of valuable content yeah uh, but it also helps uh boost our ratings and helps other people find podcasts like ours and if you're not really sure about the itunes and the i whatever's and how to do things you can also just tell uh someone that you care about that's about a great this idea funny relatable uh good time podcast inspirational yeah podcast uh just tell somebody about the podcast uh share it with uh with friends uh they can always also just always find it if they don't know what a podcast is or what button to press you can just go to our website uh we only look thin.com and uh, all like donald said all of our episodes are there absolutely So if you're still confused about the difference between Santa's workshop and Satan's (laughs) workshop, just please remember that Catherine and I are an inspiration. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.